We face the back of a man. His arms and one of his legs glisten with a soft metallic shine from the dim lights of the city. He's looking down at the street, standing on what looks like the ledge of the top level of a parking garage. We pan up to look over his shoulder and see that he's looking at street level, watching a figure stack body after body from a nightclub on the street. At the end, he stabs a sword into the bodies and hangs what looks like a kimono on it. The camera pans around to the man's face. His eyes glow with a menacing red look to them. He gives a soft smile and says, Finally, I've been looking for you for a long time. Fade to black. Hello and welcome to Cyberpunk, the Cyberpunk podcast. My name is Mark. I'll be refereeing tonight's episode. And to my left, I have... I'm Daniel. I'm playing Last Rate, the med tech who is still wearing, wearing his anti-smog mask. I appreciate how that actually came into play last episode. It's perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. I'm Ariel. I play the Netrunner Firefox. And I'm Aaron. Playing the solo, Blitzen. Despite my best efforts last episode, I still couldn't change that. <laughs> Shout out to Toasty, though. Yep. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, last we left off, you guys had stormed into, not really stormed, more like carefully planned an assault on Club um, Hysteria. I always want to call it hypnotic. I don't know why. But you planned and executed a well-crafted plan to gain control of the club once again. Succeeded with flying collars, I would say, because Blitz ended up getting shot several times, which is always a good day. (laughs) But you guys made it back with the help of your new exec friend made it back to Birch's place. And that's where we left off with Blitzen being handed a data pad. What are you doing with it? I'm going to read it. Okay. Like open I stated, it up and read all the info. Like I stated last episode, you opened it up and the headline just says Caterham Incorporated. <clears throat> and the further you scroll, it's going back deeper and deeper into their profit records, manifests, stuff like that. And it slowly starts to trickle towards one source. And that one source looks like it's coming from Militech. But one little section traces back to Arasaka. So if you put two and two together, it's almost like Militech funded people. And it looks like Arasaka gave them something, but it doesn't say what. So I'm going to hand it over to Firefox. You think you can patch me up? I'm kind of bleeding everywhere. I mean, it's not my place, but I can definitely patch you up. There's a lot of shit on that pad. Cool. (laughs) Is there something you want me to do with it? I'm looking over. 
I'm gonna get my burner out. Okay. And then I'm gonna test text Enigma. What the fuck? Uh, it doesn't even read respond. Respond like red. Something's bugging me. What's that? Enigma never replied. Can we do something about these bullet holes? Oh, I thought he was patching you up like <laughs> while I was talking to you. No, he hasn't gone to a place to lay down for me to patch him up. So I'm going to hobble over with an axe. He's going to patch you up with an axe. I'm going to so hobble on over to one of the cots. I'm going to look at fire while he's doing his thing. I'll be like scrolling through the data pad. About that time, you guys hear the door slam shut and a car speed off down the street. And it appears that your executive friend has just left without saying a word. Uh, your girlfriend's gone. She's not my girlfriend. Scrolling through the data pad. So yeah, you, um, you're scrolling through the data pl- the pad and you're reading the same thing as Blitz did. It looks like Militech has supplied men and for some random reason that is completely unknown to anybody, uh, Arasaka has given them something and it doesn't say what, but that's when you start looking through and it looks like basically Militech started Caterham and Caterham then started storing stuff in warehouses and has just been shifting stock around, but it follows this one item and it's just known as item 3C and it shifts from warehouse to warehouse around the city until it wound up in the warehouse that you guys stormed. But, and it showed the the exact locker number you went to, exact floor, everything. But as you guys know, the case was completely empty. Hmm. Looks like this mysterious item is item 3C. Yeah, the empty box. Yep. Uh, Lacerate. Go ahead and give me a surgery surgery roll to try to patch a hooligan up over here. That is a 17. Alrighty. Okay, that is enough to patch him up. You've pulled enough bullets out of people to know what you're doing. Just wanted to make sure you weren't going to roll like a 5 and accidentally dig the axe into his shoulder for some unknown reason. I didn't use the axe yet. It, it was there. Just in case. It's more just a showpiece, I guess. Depends on the procedure. So after he's done patching me up, I'm going to put my security gear back on. Okay. You need to take it easy. Yeah, well, uh, my little stunt isn't going to allow that. Well, I forgo any responsibility after you putting the armor on. <laughs> I'm going to look over to... Birch. Armor Jack? What about it? Can you patch it? Yeah. Do you mind? Well, I can do it in the morning. That's fine. I don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, I guess not. You got a couple bullet holes in you. <sighs> what? I'm sorry. For what? I'm just going to shake my head and go lay down on a cot. Did he just apologize? Well, that was unresponsive. Apparently he did. How rude. I'm going to go lay down on another cot. Everybody's what's, looking at what's, Lacerate. <laughs> what's Lacerate doing? You're the only Boy, one he's going to clean awake. up his area. And then uh, I lay down on his cot. By the way, <laughs> on whose last? So. <laughs> funny thing is, when I don't help him again, because if he lets his wounds reopen, 
he has to be stabilized again. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'll go find after I give Byro's attention, then I'll go lay down too. On a different cot. Okay. Um, Birch walks over the door, latches it, locks it up, and walks back further into the warehouse. And you can hear several doors shutting, locking. And he kind of disappears for the evening as well. Is everybody sleeping after this? Yep. Excitement? Alrighty. Yup. Okay, so you guys sleep through the night and again wake up to the smell of cooking breakfast. I need to go assist him with those eggs. (laughs) I'm going to sit up and get dressed. She the new katana. And I'm going to hobble my way into the kitchen and just sit down and watch those two bicker about the eggs again. The pepper. <laughs> Don't you dare fucking sneak any pepper in these fucking eggs this time. Yeah, it was delicious last time, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. You ate them. And I'm not going to admit it was delicious. You know it was. Nonetheless, I'm not admitting it. Just a typical man. Typical man. Well, what do you expect? I'm an arms dealer. Yeah, and you could admit that you like a little bit more pepper in the eggs. No, not at all. I'm going to stealth. I'm probably going to fail miserably. (laughs) I'm going to try and stealth. A little pinch of pepper in there. Ugh. a 16. <laughs> well, he turns around and you put a dash of pepper in him and stir it in real quick. And right when yes. you set the spatula down, he turns back around and like, see, it's better off without pepper. You know what? Fine. I'm going to go sit down. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there and kind of chuckle. He gives you a look, looks at his eggs, looks at you. I'm just sitting down with my arms crossed. You put pepper in these fucking eggs, didn't you? You were watching me the entire time. I know when someone's lying. I'm pretty good at spotting shit. Clearly you're not. All right. <laughs> Tell me you didn't put eggs in there. I didn't. <laughs> <do it. laughs> I didn't put eggs in there at God all. damn it. You know what I'm saying? You got me so flustered. <laughs> I meant pepper. <laughs> Tell me, look me right in the eyeballs and tell me you didn't put pepper okay, in these I'm going to look him right in the eyeballs. I did not put pepper in those eggs. Roll me a deception check. <laughs> is that the, is that be persuasion? Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Persuasion, whatever it's called. Damn D&D. I know. Too many podcasts. 18. No dice. Damn it. <laughs> I knew you was lying. Son of a bitch anyway. Well, I've already got him cooked here. And he, like, throws the pan on the table. <laughs> Eat up, assholes, anyway. <laughs> he sits down and, like, like just starts munching on eggs without looking. He's got a scream sheet between you and him so he can't see anybody. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the gossip? Well, it's a funny thing you should ask. Um, what was your boyfriend's name again? Ega, um, egg, um, Enigma? Enigma. That's not my boyfriend. Well, there's something about him in here today. Do you tell? Well, it turns out, um, Blitz's little display made front page of this here screen sheet. And, uh, states that, uh, some cyber psycho, uh, showed up to the club. Shot the place up and killed all the guards inside. Piled them out in the street, stabbed it with a katana, hung some kind of kimono up on there, and they found Enigma tied up and beat to hell in the back of the in the back office. Uh, he's in stable condition. He's not a hospital now, but uh, yeah, it says he's in a coma. I'm not sure when he's gonna wake up. 
Looks like somebody worked him over pretty good based on the pictures. Which hospital? Uh, it's um, Mercy West. Mm. It's you know, about 30 minutes from here to drive. Hmm. You're thinking about going, aren't you? No. You're a terrible liar. I am not a terrible liar. Eating my eggs. Pepper in the eggs. <laughs> if you're going to go take last week. I didn't say I was going to go. No, but you're going to go. So just take last right. Just eating my eggs. <laughs> Since when did you tell me what to do? I'm going to ignore that and just start eating pocket kibble. Boy, there's fucking eggs. Didn't you tell him you were going to shoot his pocket? He takes out a pocket knife and slashes your pocket open. <laughs> like, your kibble just spills all over the floor. He's like... <sighs> you know how rude it is? You have perfectly I good these food. eggs. I made some nice bacon. And you're eating fucking kibble in front of me. I'm going to bend down to pick up a handful of kibble off the floor. You might want to get you might want to get a coffin ready there. I'm about, Stick it on the table. I'm about to shoot this motherfucker. Insulting. Insulting as I'll get out. Just take one piece of kibble and stick it over. Brick. Well, uh, I mean, I know I said you guys could lie low here, and you can, really, but um, for about an hour here in about uh, two hours, you guys are going to have to disappear for about an hour. Why is that? I got a deal coming in, and the guys are particular about who's around when I make the deal. <clears throat> so you can't stay here for at least, you know, like I said, in a couple hours. You disappear for an hour. That's all I need. <clears throat> and then you can come right back and, you know, hang out here, lay low, heal up, stuff like that, but... I got a big deal rolling through, and, and like I said, yeah, it's pretty picky about things around when the deal's made, so. And don't try that whole bodyguard thing, because he knows better. Can you do me a favor? What? Call me a barber. Somebody discreet. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to get up from the table and go back to the locker where I kept my stuff. And I'm going to go grab my old jacket and throw it over me. At least it's not that stupid. Let me know when he's here. So he goes back to his office and you can hear him like, making some phone calls, talking to people. I'm going to try and slip out the door. Mm-hmm. Rolling his dough. <clears throat> what is everybody else doing? I'm sitting on the cop and watching the door. Mm. <laughs> well, not watching the door, but, you know, staring at the 17. front of the store. 17. Are you even paying attention? I'm somewhere in the main room. I'm thinking about a disguise. To be fair, I'll probably be sharpening the sword. Okay. I could have slipped out while you were in the back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I would have been the only one that would have been in the area. Yeah. Then. So if you, if, if, um, because I'm sure Firefox would have known to slip out the door while he was not paying attention at all. Yeah, I wouldn't have just went out while he was standing, sitting there staring at yeah. it. Yeah. So if, if, um, Lacerates cares at all. Like to spot her or anything. Roll me a, a uh, perception. That's uh, not gonna mean that. That's thirteen. Okay, so you don't notice anything. Uh, so you slip out the door. <sighs> All right. Well, I'm. You know where I'm going. Yeah. So you slip out the door, unnoticed, and you're making your way to Mercy West. So you come out from the back room, mm-hmm. 
um, with your katana in hand, ready to sharpen, I'm sure. Yep. And you start sharpening. And after about five minutes, that's when you finally start looking around and actually start paying attention to things. You're hazy from a couple painkillers and bullet wounds, you know. And you realize that Firefox is not in the building. You see Lacerate sitting, kind of just like looking around. Firefox got out. She didn't tell me she was going anywhere. Yeah, because she's not doesn't want any of us to tag along. She's going to see Enigma, and I can't leave, not yet. Are you implying that I need to leave? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in the bathroom, and hopefully, <laughs> God, what is go. Birch's hairstyle? Birch's hairstyle is kind of um, like a military crop. Like it's short, like a high and tight. I'm going to go in his bathroom and I'm going to see what products he has in there for like... Hair products? Yeah. There's a comb. I'm going to try and make my... uh, Like a dusty comb. I'm going to try and make my wild hair. Uh, not as wild currently. Okay. So I may have to wash my hair. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, but I'll try and make it where it's more slick back. Because if it's wild, it's probably long hair. So that way it more it comes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess won't have the anti-smog mask on or the ski mask. I'll change out of the jumper and then I will put on a set of uh, decent clothes from my... Actually, I'll put on my, well, yeah, one of my bottoms and tops of my leisure footwear. Alrighty. And then I'll still, yeah, my assault rifle won't fit my bag. No, I'll carry it because it is the main street, so. Yeah. And then I'll try and head that way to the hospital. Okay. So, last rate comes out and looks like he's cleaned up a bit. Looks a little different. You actually see his face now because he's taken the anti-smog mask off. And the ski mask. And the ski mask. <laughs> and he's got this like permanent divot around his face where the anti-smog mask sits all the time. Um, but, get, get it cybered on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he looks like he's ready to go out. The, he does. He walks right out the door and to go to Mercy West. About that time, Birch comes around the corner and says, Well, uh, Barbara will be here in about 10 minutes. Uh, where did your friends go? One of them ditched. The other one went to find her. Ah, she went to go see her boyfriend, didn't she? Yep. <laughs> it's not my boyfriend. What was that? I heard it on the wind. <laughs> uh, I knew she wouldn't be able to stay away from him. Uh. Maybe she saw the pictures because that dude is fucked up. It looks like they beat the shit out of that guy. Birch. Yeah. Do you know what kind of shit I just caused? A lot. Because you know who saw that, right? Yeah. I do. And I intended it that way. Why? Because it's been a long time fucking coming. And he and every motherfucker above him needs to pay for what they did and what they made me do. Boy, corporations have been fucking people for thousands of years. I mean, since business has existed on this planet, businesses have been fucking the workers over constantly. I don't know why you're taking such offense to it. It's just, it's just the way of life. Now let it go before you get killed. Birch, they took everything that matters from me. Yeah, they did it to me and everybody else. You don't see us trying to start a fucking corporate war for it. And that's the fucking problem, Birch. That's the fucking problem. Everybody just lets it happen. The corpos run everything. And these fucking worthless pukes get away with it. Because nobody, nobody stands up for it. And anybody who does gets laughed at. 
because it's worthless. They've got endless supplies of fuckers willing to back them up for just eddies. And when you got all the eddies, that's all you can do is pay people to die for you. But there's certain people you just can't pay. So when I get this haircut, I'm cleaned up and they can't recognize me on the streets. I'm going straight to the afterlife. Why the hell are you going there? You know who I'm going to go see. <laughs> you know damn well she's not going to talk to you. Maybe she will, maybe she won't. I mean, you barely got a name. The name you have on the streets right now is not a good one. That's for sure. Because people have heard about the, the sword-wielding, kimono-wearing lunatic trying to fight the corpos. And then you go and do that? That is just screaming attention. And if you want Arasaka's attention, you got it. And whether you like it or not, you're bringing war to this city. And it's going to burn. Again. And people are just now getting over the last one. And look what Arasaka did just to, you know, just to fuck over. I mean, they didn't even start that war, but they sure as shit finished it. That war started between two piddly-ass corporations, and Militech and Arasaka just got drugged in the middle of it. And they were willing to do it. Now, if any other corporation around here decides that they want to try to make it to the top, they know that siding with one side or the other is going to get them to the top real quick. Yeah, well, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, and I'm tired of everybody just taking it. You want to get started? You really want to get started? Try to get these booster gangers to chill their shit. That's what I'm going to do. They won't listen to me. I'm a psycho. They will now. Anybody, those 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 shits will listen to you after that. You just need to get to the right ones. You need to start small. Not the big not the big guys. You need to start small. A five man operation. But who do you have in mind? There's In on one of the blocks in the combat zone, there's a ten man gang. They call themselves the I can't remember what they're called. Um it's really stupid. It's like the like the street demons or something like that. I can't remember. Something uncreative as hell is all I know. Something demons. There's like one of the only gangs known as that. But um, I can give you the I can give you the building that they're that they're held up in. But one of them came here the other day, and while you weren't here, and he walked through the door all skittish and was wondering if you were here because despite my best efforts, people know you associate yourself with me, but they leave me alone because. I'm at least really good at getting a hold of shit. A little slow at it, but I can get a hold of whatever I need to. That's what keeps me in business. Give me the digits. All right. He'll hand you a data pad with everything already loaded in. Or his data pad. It's in here. Just got my vest. I got a new one back there for you. I'll patch your old one up. I'll just tuck it into some stock and sell it in bulk to somebody and tell them sorry. Let's just snap through. You know I appreciate you, right? Yeah, and you're gonna only big after this asshole. I'm talking fucking big. Cause that exec yesterday was not cheap. I don't figure she was. She's a hell of a shot. She was a bitch, but you know, most sex are. Yeah. She does what she does. She's good at it. Well, I can't deny that. But either way. Either way, if you can sneak your way through, and I real I don't suggest you doing that anytime soon. You really need to heal up before you go anywhere, really. I can hide you for for an hour in here. You just have to shut your mouth, and you can't say anything, and it's going to be cramped. Even for you, one person, it's going to be cramped in there, but you're going to have to hide in there until I get done with my deal. If you, if you hear anything, you can't say a fucking word about it. But 
Yeah, because I haven't heard things here before. Yeah, well, this guy's different, all right? That's fine. Let me get my trim job and I'll get me tucked away. Okay. So about that time, the barber walks to the door, but we're going to cut back to Firefox. Are you beat feet and straight towards Enigma? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, uh, what I say about a, he said it was a 30 minute drive. Yeah. So you're looking at about maybe an hour walking cause you can walk straight there. Uh, not have to worry about, you know, stop and go traffic kind of stuff, but, um, yeah. So you can walk there in about an hour. Um, so you get to the hospital an hour later and you walk through the front doors and there's a receptionist at the front desk. I'll walk up. I came to see Enigma. Enigma, Enigma. Um... We don't have anybody by that name. Do you have a real name, not a street name? What I know is real name. He's never told it to you. No, he came in here last night. He got beat up pretty bad. Oh, you're talking the club owner. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, do you know what kind of condition he's in? He's not really responsive at the moment. That's fine. Okay. Um... Uh, can I see an ID, please? It's for records. Me, you know, I'm only supposed to let family in there, but... I am family, sweetie. Oh, how are you related to him? And she's My sister. Th- okay, um, well, in that case, um, I will uh, give you your, his room number. And she types in and gives you a room number on the... Uh, 20th floor and gives you a room number. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. I'm sorry for his condition again. I'm just gonna walk away like to an elevator or something. Okay. Then head up to the 20th floor. Alrighty. Lacerate. I have, um, I have a stop first before I'm gonna go acquire a vehicle. Ah, okay. So I'm going to the junkyard to acquire the truck. <laughs> Stupid truck. Alrighty, you got the truck. And then I'm going to head to the hospital and park as close as I can. I figure they, if worst case, it's garage or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, parking's a little tight for a giant uh, box truck, but yeah, you can, uh, you can eventually find a spot. <laughs> And since uh, you had a bit of a head start in you know in a vehicle, uh, you do see eventually see uh, Firefox walk into the front doors. Oh, I'll wait a few minutes and then follow in. Alrighty. Hello, how can I help you? Oh yes, I am a doctor that's been recently called in to see a patient, a recent coma patient. Okay, what's the... Can I see an ID first, please? Really? Let me use persuasion. Okay. This is not the ID you're looking for. So I'm going to use all my luck. <laughs> okay. That puts me at... 15. Okay. Um, just out of curiosity, what was it before you was going on? Um, that would have been a nine. Yeah. She rolled a one and then rolled a ten. So she's completely oblivious to whatever you're trying. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm silly me. Sorry, doctor. Um, what patient are you going to see? 
Um, I think he's known by Enigma, but I just know that he was a recent coma patient. Oh, yes. Um, his sister just went up after. Oh, his sister. Yes. Oh, it's good that he's got family in town. It really is. Uh, here's his room number, and he's on the 24th. All right. I'm going to go that way, and uh, on my way there, I'm going to try and find, um, like, additional doctor's jackets possibly hanging somewhere. All right. Roll me a... Perception. That is a twenty-nine. Yikes. I need I need two of them. So um, you're walking down the hallway towards the elevator, and on a nurse's nurse's station, you see a doctor's jacket just laying across it. But there is a nurse sitting at the nurse's station currently. So if you wanted to snag it, you could try, but you're going to have to stealth your way through it. Yeah, I'll try. I made it past the first nurse. <laughs> pushing your luck, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I am, because I only rolled a 12. <laughs> this is what I needed, the luck. Mm-hmm. Well, she only rolled a 2. <laughs> I rolled a one, followed by a ten again, so um yeah, you snatch this jacket right the fuck off the desk. Alright, I'll wait till I'm in the elevator, then put that jacket on, and then I'm gonna be looking for a second jacket as I go. A second jacket? I need a second jacket. Why? I have a plan here. Why do you think I brought the truck? You, wait, no. You are not sneaking him out of this fucking hospital. No. That's awesome. I'm a doctor. You're not a doctor. I am he need, You would know, as a medical professional, he needs a hospital. <laughs> he needs to be in a hospital. And I'm the crazy asshole. Oh, God, that's awesome. All right, I mean, so you make it to the 20th floor. All right. And wearing my doctor's jacket, I'm going to be looking for that second jacket. Roll me perception again. That is a 15. You're walking down the hallway and towards the room, and there's no jackets thus far. All right, that's fine. But I'll head to the room. Alrighty. So you walk in and... Um... Firefox is standing there. Before Lacerate got there, because you got about five minutes before he makes it to you, what would Firefox be doing in that five minutes? Well, I'm going to go up to him and look at him. He looks terrible. Like, his eyes are swollen shut. His lips are split and busted from being punched. You know, it you know, it might have missing teeth. You know, it's almost guaranteed. His arm has been broken. His Both of his legs have been broken. Uh, he's got casts on his fingers as well. Like, it looks like they really, really, really messed him up. Damn, you look better this way, Enigma. I'm, I'm obviously talking to an unconscious. Yeah, he's but. completely unconscious, but... Oh, well... Sorry, that was probably a little mean. Sorry they did this to you. So I'm going to look and see if he has any personal things here. Specifically, an an agent. Uh, There's nothing laying around, but there is like a locker against the, that's built into the wall. Is it locked? You pull on it, and it is locked. Is that like a lockpick? Um, um, pick lock. It's under tech. Technique skills. Fourth on the bottom. Well, you know what? Let's try it. What's the worst that could happen? You fail. It's 11. Mm, I fail. Yeah, (laughs) not quite. 
Is it just a one try thing or can I try again? Um, you can, but I mean, picking at it takes a bit of time. So the longer you spend trying to pick it, the more attention you might be grabbing. True. All right. Well, plus about that time, what looks like a doctor walks to the door and you turn and notice it's only lacerate wearing a doctor's coat and different hair. Did you do your hair? I might've, you must be Enigma's sister. Yes, Doctor. I am Enigma's sister. Can you do me a favor, Doctor? What? And get me the keys to his locker? I mean, we could open this another way. How? I have a sterilized axe. Because <laughs> <laughs> that won't draw attention, Lacerate. I'm a doctor. Sterilized axe. <laughs> I think it would be easier if you just go up to the nurse's station in your doctor's coat and say, I need the keys to his locker. His sister's here and wants to get his things. You know I'm not from around here. <laughs> I'm not like one of those doctors on TV. I just can't get everything I want. <laughs> you got a doctor's code. I'm pretty sure you could. I have my ways. <laughs> I guess I'll try. If not, I have an, an additional plan. <laughs> if you... I'm going to leave the room. Don't you wide-eye at me. <laughs> Yikes. Enigma's going to die if you try that. <laughs> no guarantees. <laughs> yeah, there's no guarantee that he will live. <laughs> See, it's a 50-50 chance. You would know <laughs> as, a, as, a, like, as, a, as like a trauma surgeon and such that like he needs this hospital. He needs medication and everything in this place to live. <laughs> He's on life support. A breathing tube because his throat and face are swollen shut. Is there a pin anywhere by? Yeah, there's like a chart on his. <laughs> so, <laughs> while I'm waiting for him, I'm going to take the pin. You said he has casts, right? Yeah. So I'm going to draw on one of his casts. I'm going to draw a little like flame. Just because, and I'm bored, and then he'll know I was here. Gonna draw a fox with a fiery tail on it? Oh, I should. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, scratch that. That's what I'm gonna do. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Just wait for him to get back. So, what are you doing exactly, Lacerate? But head to the nearest nurse's station. Okay. Hello, doctor. How can we help you? Yes, nurse... The coma patient that was recently brought in, his um, sister is here. Um. Oh, yes. Um, what do you need? She wants to get his belongings for him. Oh, okay. So I need the keys to his locker. All right. Uh, let me rifle through the desk and grab a key and hand it to you. Thank you. I will let them know that you're doing a good job here. We appreciate that, Doctor. And then I'll take the keys and go. Ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, you make it back to the room. I'm and sauntering all smug. It looks like Firefox is drawing on Enigma's cast with uh, like a Sharpie. Is that really appropriate at this time? I'm going to ignore that. Did you get the keys? I might have. Cool. I'm going to go over and take them and open up his locker. Okay. In his locker are uh, his extremely bloodied clothes um, that are tied up in a biohazard bag. And he has an agent and that's it. All right, I'm going to take that agent. I'm going to look at it, like open it or whatever. Mm-hmm. See if there's any messages or anything. Uh, there's about 300 notifications on it. Jesus. Uh, a lot of messages from various people, uh, only marked with like street names. And then you find eventually find your notifications where it looks like it'd been read. Like one had been read, but the most recent one you sent uh, hasn't been. 
I'm going to completely delete my number from there. To like delete all of like trace of me. Okay. So like I'm gonna delete my number and the messages, like then I'm gonna put the burner back. Shut the locker. You put the burner back? Not the burner. The agent, sorry. Okay. I said it wrong. The agent back. And then shut the locker again. Okay. Tying up loose ends. Somebody were to take his fucking agent and trace back to my burner. If they already have it. Nah, that's true. That's true. I should probably get rid of my burner. I mean, I have a phone if you need one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm done here. So, the sister of Enigma needs to leave now? Yes, Doctor, would you escort me back since I'm sure Blitz was the one that sent you here to begin with? More than likely. Although it was helpful, because, you know, you got the keys for me. You think he's gonna make it? Can I use paramedic to determine, like, if, if everything that's going on, like, that he'll live? Well, I mean, I figure you said he'd live if he, we kept him in the hospital, but and possibly how long he might take. Like, as I know, if he's in a coma, you know, you can't really determine that. But yeah, as far as healing and stuff, if it looks like it's mostly as far as healing lengthwise. Um. Yeah, give me a paramedic roll. That is a 17. Yes, he is in stable condition. And as long as he... uh, As long as they keep... You know, checking on him regularly and keeping all of his... All the medications that they're using. As long as those are kept up, then he will make it. But he is... You don't know how long he's going to be in... Coma. A coma, but healing wise, like bone wise, how how long am I thinking for because he's gonna hit a couple broken limbs? He's gonna be in cast for yeah, at least a couple months. Because you look at his chart and um in the report it says that his legs were subjected to blunt force trauma. And in parentheses it said crow it says like crowbar. And in his arm, it says, you know, subjected to blunt force trauma, comma, crowbar. And his face has been subjected to blunt force trauma, comma, crowbar. Uh, Abdomen, rib cage, stomach, subjected to blunt force trauma, comma, crowbar. Does it have his name on there? Yes, it does have a name. It is Boyd Givens definitely not where I was thinking wow no wonder he goes by Enigma (laughs) now you know why he's never given his name out Givens doctor patient confidentiality please tell me you're going to tell Firefox I might (laughs) so much for that confidentiality Yep. well I'm not a psychiatrist so (laughs) (laughs) but Yes, you believe that he is going to make it. It'll be just fine as long as he remains here. So, and not in some dirty warehouse full of fucking guns. How do you know he doesn't have medical equipment there? He's a gun dealer, hey, also, not a doctor. I have access to cryogenic areas. <laughs> Anyways, so it looks like it'll take probably a couple months for his broken limbs to heal but as far as this coma that he's in is unknown it could be something that he comes out of soon or it could be undetermined a long time you know in the movies they always say like if you kiss them they'll wake up last right you should give them a big old smooch (laughs) it took a turn there it it doesn't work like that especially not 
because oh I don't love this guy. <laughs> doesn't he have a thing for you? Well, yeah, just because he loves me doesn't mean I love him. But that's who's supposed to kiss the person, right? Yeah, I don't want to. Well, then I guess he's staying in this coma. <sighs> I'm going to walk over just because. <laughs> I'm going to walk over and give him a kiss on the cheek. Nope, he didn't wake up. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's going on? What's going on? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. No, because you know immediately he'd fall for her even more. <laughs> <laughs> it took a crowbar, but I finally got you to kiss me. <laughs> <sighs> Is my picture done on his cast? Yeah. Okay. Got it thoroughly done. Well, was he tortured? Because this sure looks a lot like torture. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have a. Uh... Resist. I say I believe I believe you're uh, like an expert at torture, aren't you as well? Yeah, I do have interrogation. Yes. Can I tell this <laughs> that he was probably interrogated, or do you want me to roll it? Um, do you want me to interrogate him? No, because <laughs> be- <laughs> yeah, interrogate the coma patient. <laughs> Wake up, you smacking him. Uh, based on his medical charts, you would say that yeah, he was tortured because. He, like, got his legs broken, his knees broken, his arm broken, his face broken in, his, you know, abdomen broken in by a crowbar. So just based on that information alone, you're like, yeah, he he was tortured, all right, and really beat the hell out of because of that, you know, so. Yep, he was tortured. I would know. I'm, I'm sure you would, Lastry. I'm really sure you would. I would know. I think he blabbed. I bet it was about us. You said, how many broken limbs does he have? Three. One of his arms is left alone, but I mean... And he was hit in the face pretty bad, too? Yes. I don't know. You're assuming that um, because you're so good at interrogation... And you're up to you know snuff on your torturing techniques for some wild reason. <laughs> um, you're guessing that they probably started at his legs and broke his legs with a crowbar, and then worked their way up to his arm, and that's when they started in on like the stomach, the chest, breaking his ribs, and judged like if he hadn't talked by then, and based on the state, like. It's because by the time they got done, there would have been no reason to continue, and there would be no reason to keep them alive. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so it looks like how he's been beaten. I don't think he blabbed, or if he did, he lasted until the tail end of it. But how his face has been destroyed, I think he uh, resisted most of it, hmm. if not all of it. Well. He's a lot tougher than I gave him credit for. I couldn't imagine being beat like this. Ugh. I mean, I could tell you stories, but that's another day. <laughs> Jeez. So what are you guys going to do? There's not much to do here except watch Enigma, you know, twitch every now and again in his sleep or coma. Nah, I'm just going to leave. So we can head back uh, via the truck if you want. <laughs> you brought the truck? Well, I would rather we take it back to the junkyard and then go back. But Okay, that's fine. Because it's my truck now, so. I need to... Well, we're going back to the junkyard. They got a crusher. I'm going to destroy my burner. I mean, you can just stomp it. You don't need a car crusher. I could, could but then evidence is left behind and... I don't know. People are smart. Could run it over with the truck. Could run it over with the truck. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Getting extreme on destroying a burner. <laughs> you could just stomp it and throw it into a dumpster somewhere. I could. Like the first time we did that. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't found you thus far. Listen, so. we have to get more creative with destroying these burners. Yeah, we'll have to use a truck for something. Yeah, so... <laughs> Can't haul Enigma around, apparently. 
<laughs> I I did that because you would know, your character would know that that is the dumbest fucking thing to do ever is take a patient like that and move him to a facility like Birch's place. Maybe I had to see him for myself to make that judgment. See, like, <laughs> you, like, yeah, like. <laughs> I love how I said I was his sister and they were just like, oh, okay. Question the doctor with the nose ring. <laughs> yeah, it's like a badge of office. You see all the doctors wearing nose rings. It's the hot thing now. Well, my hair was different, so. <laughs> Imagine if I had the wild it hair. Was, it was slicked back, so like, oh, he's got to be a doctor. His hair slicked back. But you guys make it back to the junkyard. Safe and sound. Could we already destroy it? Probably, yeah. Okay. All right, I said the hospital leads him right to the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll park the truck and then uh, are we ready to go back? Yeah, we'll walk back to Birch's. Are we going to come up with some elaborate story? Um, hey. while, while you're walking back to Birch's place, give me a perception roll. 19. 15. 16? 15. <laughs> Lacerate, you see it. But um, um, as you're walking down the street, you see a crowd of people like on the opposite side of the street walking. But mixed into this crowd of people, standing still, is the figure of a man. And he's glaring right at you guys. And one of his legs looks cybernetically enhanced. And as a group walks past, you lose sight of him and like you look Ken and he's gone yeah right there he keeps staring I think we're being watched I'm gonna look around I'm gonna look around okay give me a perception check 14 you don't see anything just looks like normal people walking around do you still see whoever's watching us? I don't see anything weird. I don't, right? He, you say he got lost in the crowd? Yeah, he got lost in the crowd. Yeah, the crowd that was over there, he was in the crowd. He's got at least a cyber leg, and I'll kind of describe what I saw. All, like, all you saw, like, it is his face was almost like, it's almost undescribable because it was so plain and ununique that it's just it's not very nothing stood out at all he was wearing shades that's all you've seen and he had a cybernetic leg that's all you can tell yeah so he's a very plain man cybernetic leg just staring real hard at us that's not that's not good last right we can't go back right now yeah not straight back at least what if it's one of those elitists no, never met one. They'll go straight for Blitz, especially with his stupid stunt he pulled. We need to, we need to hide somewhere. I mean, we could head back to the junkyard, but we're real limited. Yeah, if we're being watched, we need to stealth somewhere, weave in and out of places, lose them. So as you guys stand there looking back and forth, up and down streets, down alleyways, spinning circles, paranoid and frightened on where to go. You're going to end today's podcast. Woohoo. Dun, dun, dun. Have a great evening. See you next time, folks. Hey, Chumpadas. It's your referee, Mark. Thanks for jacking in with us today. Please join us next time. Our episodes drop every Sunday. Follow us on Twitter at Cyberpunk1, that's Cyberpunk apostrophe D1, or chat with us on the Robots Radio Discord. Links in the show notes below. Stay chilled, y'all. Hi, I'm Firewriter, and I'm the host of The Pixel People, a podcast dedicated to taking a close look at our favorite characters from our favorite video games. From major characters who define the course of a game's storyline to smaller characters who you might have never noticed. 
Every week, we go beyond the quest line to examine a particular character's story arc and choices and discover the real-world parallels and life lessons hidden just below the surface. I hope you'll join us. You can find the Pixel People on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. Fellow survivors, Vault 76ers, patriotic Americans, this is Lieutenant Colonel Valeria of the New Enclave. Follow our stories as our cast of characters emerge from the White Springs bunker to face an uncertain future in an Appalachia overrun with monsters. But as I always say, the wasteland isn't going to tame itself. Join us here on the Modus Files. We can be found on any Enclave-sanctioned network, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Keep your Pip-Boys handy and listen for further instructions. Valeria out.